700 footprints between your front porch and mine. We have 18 years to count them up in time. Welcome to this episode of The Art Box, recording from the 39th Annual Cowboy Poetry Gathering in Elko, Nevada, and sponsored by the Virgin Valley Artists Association. Our association provides creative opportunities for all ages. Get creative with us at the Mesquite Fine Arts Center, located at 15 West Mesquite Boulevard, or find us online at mesquitefineartscenter.com or on Facebook, The Art Box. Kenzie here with us today, and I'm sure all of our listeners will remember Annie and her manager, a.k.a. Sister Megan, <laughs> with us today. Thank you guys for stopping in. Oh, thanks, thanks for having us. us. We realize you're you. busy and you're running around signing autographs. Oh, no. <laughs> Not quite. No? <laughs> I don't think I'm that well, though. <laughs> you don't think? Steve and I were at the show last night, all-female show, a lot of young artists and musicians you guys had everybody in stitches it was just oh it was so much fun yeah and we could see you feeding off each other and what i loved was the strength of community of these young women coming together sharing experience common experiences my sister's a better mother than me (laughs) (laughs) my my parents love her better this is what we did wrong raising our kids we really want time alone and you say you were with your niece right yeah and your yeah. brother maybe didn't always appreciate everything that you taught your <laughs> yeah. niece so we just yeah. had great fun watching all of you thank you oh it was so much fun being up there that's probably the funnest show i've ever got to do like it, it was, was a just really good one. yeah the camaraderie and they're all there to support each other and i'm there to you know support them and they support me and yeah it was so much fun and the crowd was amazing like rooting for us you know just as much as we were rooting for each other it was yeah it was and awesome. then Yvonne you know being just <laughs> I was gonna say. you know that the, you know who knows how many years she's been here she's just a legend and yeah. Annie's role model like, oh, Annie, yeah. like yes. she, Annie's favorite person in the world you know so just, just to see Annie sharing it with her and and then having the musicians singing it was that was a great it was probably my favorite show yeah, to watch. It was a great mix. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. It was it was really good. It was So Annie, we interviewed you last year during the thirty eighth National yeah. Cowboy Poetry Gathering. What's been going on in your life since then? Nothing too exciting, just ranching. Ranching. <laughs> yeah. We're feeding cows right now, so that's been keeping us pretty busy and nothing much else too wild in my life. Have you been working on new poems or yeah, I've been getting a few written. Okay. Yeah, some of them are pretty rough. I lost my favorite horse and my favorite dog this past year, so I wrote some pretty depressing poems. I haven't really <laughs> shared much of them. But. Yeah. Well, that's one thing, too, that the women shared was grief, yeah. which I thought was really good. They, they could say it's a well. Yeah, oh, not that, afraid to uh, share it. Like the... A Yvonne song, a poem about putting down red, you know, yeah, the best horse. horse. And I was like, what? we have one at home that my husband and I are like, 
can we go one more year? Like, you know, and it's just like, when you finally have to be like, no, you know, they're suffering, it's time. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Mine got real sick and I had to make the decision to have the, like I took her to the vet and I don't know, spent how much of her money trying to save her. And they were just like, you know, you could, you could save her, but she wouldn't have a life after that. Like yeah. she wouldn't. Her quality of her life. Her quality of life. She yeah. wouldn't be able to move or go anywhere, do anything. And she would be in pain constantly. Mm -hmm. So I had to make the decision and it was not an easy yeah. one by well, far. And they're, you know, our, our mounts and our dogs and, you know, they're, yeah, there's some that you're like, this is just a working horse. This is just a dog, but they're the ones that. It's like your heart horse. You People know, call they, them all the time. Yeah, yeah, heart horse. Like there's a, usually have at least one, if not more horse or dog or both that they're not just your ranch hand. They're your best friend, yeah. literally. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a tough one. My poor brother, he was, <laughs> he's not like super touchy-feely or into his emotions or anything. And he was having to help me through it all pretty much. Like he helped me drive her to the vet, I think. And then he helped me go get the nurse mare because she had a colt. So we had to go get a nurse mare and I'm just like bawling and sobbing and he's like, Pat me on the back, like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and then when her and their dog, he was with her when they found her dog had got hurt. They were out on a job, and so like he was the only one there. So that he was, he got home and he come right to my house. He's like, you need to go to, over to Annie's. Like, <laughs> I'm out. She needs some emotional support. Yeah. Like that was I'd a go help her. That was a tough day. Like we were, we, at the very beginning of the day. I mean, she died pretty quick. But anyways, you know we put her in the dog box and then we had to get on and go ride for the rest of the day and I was just trying not to you know, work doesn't stop no yeah, no I mean you can't right. just go home like there there wasn't anything we could do anyway she was already gone and oh I was trying to ride and find cows and like you know just crying all day and I couldn't see it I was just like I'm probably missing, I'm all, probably the missing <laughs> all the cows and he was so he was so good though like he's he's, he's like not a tough, great at it tough but he's, guy but having sisters and a daughter and stuff he's like he knows when it's like yeah okay and really when you're no in judgment he doesn't judge yeah you. you're like, in a spot like that like he is because he's just like a strong silent like cowboy rock. he's like <laughs> he's just there for you like you know he's yeah. there and he'll help you out but he's not gonna tell you a bunch of pretty words to try and make you feel better yeah. but he'll, his presence alone is enough to help you yeah. get through it speaking about pretty words <laughs> i i always know that Annie's gonna cut to the chase <laughs> and you're gonna show some of the real life and I was so touched by your poem when you said you talked about the thunderstorm and the dirt and the mud and you said but in cowboy poetry it's all glamorous and heroic and yet yeah. how many lies do we tell each other and I was like oh my gosh this is like bigger picture of our whole life yeah uh, you know, what's yeah. the surface and what's underneath you what's want to underneath talk it. a little bit about that Annie yeah what well, and it's kind of you know people do it when they're talking to each other even or like especially with social media people share all the pretty pretty things and all the yes. happy things but all the hard work and the long hours and the misery that's underneath it you don't don't often open up and share all that you tend to hold that in and keep it to yourself and I think 
a lot of times it's to the detriment of yourself and to others to leave that part out. Like it's not all sunshine and roses. There's a lot of tears that are shed and hard times that are underneath it all. That's a really good point because social media tends to only show the fun and the positive and nobody really wants to put on their, hey, I'm having a really shitty day. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. No, like a, what it, which one was, I think it was Jessie. She's like, what'd she say after I said that poem? Everybody wants to do cowboy shit. Everybody wants to be a cowboy until it's time to do cowboy shit. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's, it's, it's easy to be like, oh, I'm going to go right through this field of sunflowers and it's a beautiful day and, you know, yeah. oh, my life's so great. I'm going to write a poem or a song or tell somebody on social media. And then it's like, actually, the truck broke down. I had a flat tire. I had to walk a mile. Like, the cows were rotten. I got bucked off. Like, no, no. Yeah, or you turn it into a funny poem, you know. Yeah, then you, yeah. You know, but I think that's also, like, I mean, it is good to look at the the truth, the reality that is behind it, but it's also a good thing that a lot of cowboy poets can take it and can find the good in it humor. and find the humor in it. Mm-hmm. Because if you weren't able to do that, you won't last very long in the lifestyle because, I mean, it is. It's tough dang near every day. Steve is just waiting to ask you some questions about oh, I'm, writing cowboy poetry and your creative process. I'm, I'm Go to, ahead. Just to sit here. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. No, we got to get your voice on here. <laughs> <laughs> well, your inspiration, thank you, Linda, for thinking that. Your inspiration comes from the saddle, mostly. Where do you find time to write? I write pretty much anywhere that I'm at. I carry my phone with me just about everywhere I go now because you can take such good pictures on them, and I love taking pictures. And, and we I, love your pictures Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy sharing those, and then I have a little app that I write most of my stuff on, or I can record my voice if I don't, if I can't get it typed so up. So you do it right in the saddle. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it right as I'm going down the trail. Yeah. I'll... Sometimes I'll sing them because if I'm singing a line over and over again, then I can just keep building off it without having to stop and write it down. But I don't do that as much anymore. I got caught doing that, so I <laughs> quit doing that. She had a hunter yeah. catcher. She was just singing along, moving cows. Yeah. And Harris up and looks over, and there's a bird hunter. He's know. like stashed up in this rock rim where he couldn't see. I was so mortified. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he was like. I nice. didn't have to quit singing. I'm like, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. And then he runs into a family member and he said something like, do you know any cowgirls that just be out here singing? And you're like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, sure know who that would be. It's a little off key. So not only did she get caught, she got ratted out by yeah. too. Oh, sure. So I just stick to typing them up or speaking real quiet to my phone as I'm going down the trail. Okay. Because a lot of her poems are in her head songs. And then she has to break them down into a poem yeah because she doesn't like her singing voice but yeah you know it's always been it seems like not you but there's some cowboy poets who have to have a piece of paper in front of them you don't we have some friends that don't but it seems like there's never a singer so is it easier to remember oh lines? yeah yeah for sure by far way easier to sing it do you ever kind of have it in a song yeah that helps you a lot and of And then them. you have to hold yourself back from, because you have, yeah. your delivery is so deadpan, very matter of fact, <laughs> all right? Da, 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 you know? Yeah. I have to, yeah, I have to really. You're not sitting there searching for the words. You're just, it's it. And then you come up with a good funny line and. 
yeah, I have to focus on slowing it down and saying it on a lot of them because they are they are a song. Well, that the one um, weary traveler, the last one I did, that one was a song. That's where that one came from, and so. I had sang it a bunch, and so when I came time to deliver it, I was like, okay, now we Do have to speak. Do not start speak. singing. <laughs> Don't start singing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'd like it if you sang. Oh, it's, oh, trust me, my singing and voice is And she has another great. one, um, the one that's like the sound of, the sound of music. Oh, that one, yeah. That one's a song that she has to, like, it's the, I'm not singing this. I am speaking this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That one was really hard because it's a, this, it's a song from The Sound of Music. What's, what's the name of it? Favorite Things. My Favorite Things, yeah. Cute, favorite My Favorite things. things. So I rewrote it as a rancher poem, and trying to remember to not sing it yeah. was a challenge. Yeah. But, yeah. Border Valley names. Cheeto, Hondo, Hope. I had a tip. I've got a nip now. <laughs> Satchmo. Satchmo. Taze. Oh, yeah. I'm you can tase. sing it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> you it Help me remember them all. No, I'm not singing. I don't need that on record. <laughs> okay, talk about traveling to shows. Well, we don't go to very many. We go to this one and then the one in Bridgeport. California. Megan does most of the driving. She doesn't like my driving. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. We get to have our girls' trips and hang out and visit. I make her help me write poems as we're going down the road. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Road trips are always fun. So you wrote, so you write them going down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll write a lot driving, too, because it's just kind of the quiet. There's nobody. When I'm driving by, I usually drive by myself when I'm going somewhere unless Megan and I are going to a show. So I'll write a lot when I'm driving. I get a lot of free time then. What kind of pickup truck do you want? I got a 94 Dodge diesel. And Linda's thinking, how did he know she has a pickup truck? <laughs> uh, I'm thinking you guessed. <laughs> I think it was probably it's a, a pretty good, good guess. guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, dirt roads we live on are not conducive to car ownership. Right. Yeah. Just, well, I even got a gas truck, and it rattled the pieces. Like It was like, oh, man, no, you have to have a diesel that's kind of heavier built to go where we go. Yeah. <laughs> really? I didn't know yeah. they so. Yeah, they hold up a little bit better. Yeah, they're a little bit heavier, a little bit, everything's, it's a heavier engine, so everything about them is heavier built, because the gas one did not survive long. <laughs> is it more difficult for a female cowboy poet or musician to get the audience that the males do, just like in sports, the males get all the audience, female athletes get paid less than male athletes. Compare that to cowboy poetry I don't know if I've noticed a big difference. I guess just because Yvonne stands out to me so much and she always draws such a big crowd. So in my mind, there's not much of a difference. But it, I think there might be a little bit of one because I always have people who are like, they're surprised and they call it the real deal. They're surprised that I'm the real deal. <laughs> that I yeah, ranch and that I cowboy. Yeah, like what Corinne was talking about last night on the stage, like, 
oh, you worked harder than I thought you would. Yeah. You, know, yes. you know, when she yes. was talking about it last night. Like, I think that's what got me going good. on. That and I think yeah. that's all girl. Like any time of Not even in the poetry, something. but in the cowboy world, it's like, because there's so many handy. While I was talking to Annie about this, I'm like, I feel like I know just as many, if not more, handy women than I do handy men the men might think they're handier but i know yeah well, that's we always kind of think just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i know just as many if not more women that are handier than most men like yeah and i have like a like i don't know if a lot of it's pride or something but if you could get like a rancher who's hired a lot of different outside help or whatever and speak to them honestly about you know the different types of crews they hire a woman cowboy will handle cattle quieter and do and do things easier on the stock than a lot of and most men men will do. Mm-hmm. They'll ram jam them like, oh, we're going to get this done in record time, whereas a girl will take her time and make it easy on the stock and herself. And they're just quiet, you know, and quieter. quieter. Well, I've had that conversation them. a couple different yeah. times, which I always thought was kind of neat, which I don't know if they'd admit that in mixed company, but... Well, I think animals pick up on testosterone, because I know when I'm uh, hiking with a macho hiking buddy, and we're looking for the big horn sheep, and he goes out, and he goes after them, and, you know, because he wants to get these great photos, and I just stand there, and they always leave him and come toward me, <laughs> yeah. so I get these shots of them. Yeah. Well, and usually at the end, I'm getting kind of behind a rock or something because they're still coming toward me. <laughs> yeah, I think so for I, sure. I think, yeah, I think women are just a nurturing. It's a lot quieter it's nature, presence. I mean, yeah. we're just quieter, you know, nurturing, quieter. You know, that's how God made us. You know, and and men are more hunter gatherer. Yeah. Maybe less threatening. Yeah, so we're not threatening. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you are. That's how God built, you know, the difference. But it's. I feel like, especially with like a prey animal, like a. Like a. I don't know. This is going to sound kind of silly. Josh told me it sounded dumb too. But. (laughs) Like a man has more of a predator's approach to things, whereas a woman still kind of has that more of a prey approach to things. Like it's just. You're not as loud and in their bubble and. I don't know. Intimidating. Intimidating, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Like you're more willing to draw an animal to you than to push one away from you. But I think, like back to like, you know, are men favored over women or whatever? It, it, like for Annie, you can find bias wherever you look for it if you try. You know, where Annie's yeah. not looking for it. She's just one of the guys. She's one of the poets. She's one of the cowhands. She's, you know, like she's not looking to be. I don't know what word you're looking for. I don't know for. what word. She's not looking to be uh, upset by somebody or, you know, looking to be offended. Offended. By yeah, yeah. yeah. She's not looking yeah. for offense. So yeah. if you go look for it, I mean, I'm sure, you, you know, find you find it. it. Yeah, you can find it, it anything. If you're a woman, if you're a different race, if you have a different religion, if you're whatever, if you're looking for. And I've talked a lot of, to our cousins about that because they're from, they were adopted from Haiti. So they were here a couple years ago when they were, um, spotlighting like the black cowboy, the African-American cowboy. And they're like, we've never, you know, that was everybody wanted to ask, well, the race. What's it like know, to be black like in the cowboy black? community? And is everybody just like, so mean to you? And they're like, no. But if you don't look for it and you're not, uh, they're not looking, looking for an offense, then it's it's hard to find, you know. You don't, that's they're, that's they're the way just, they put it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They just, they don't see themselves as any different and don't invite people to see them as any different yeah. either. Like we're, all just cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah. 
which Megan gets kind of mad at me because I don't refer to myself as a cowgirl. I refer to myself as a cowboy. Actually, I was going to ask that question too, but then I thought I might be sounding too lefty. (laughs) (laughs) No, not I just I think that like. I mean, is that, it's a, like, is it's that like, a cowgirl hat? No, a it's cowboy a cowboy hat. hat. I wear a cowboy hat. It's I wear a cowboy, cowboy hat. Boots. I am a cowboy. Yeah, but it's not on. like, it's not, to me, it's it's like a division that doesn't need to be there. And I don't need to change the language to fit me or anything. I don't need to make them change it to cow hand. We're all cow hands. You know, this is cowboy work that's been going on for hundreds of years. It's the work that I do. I'm a cowboy. And it's not about my gender or the gender of people I work with. That's just the job description to me. I wouldn't, just like you would be a welder or you would be a trucker, you're a cowboy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I tend not to put gender in it. And yeah. I think, am I silly? No, I don't. That I should put gender in it? I don't it? see gender in it. I think, Megan thinks that I'm, I don't know exactly what you'd think. I guess I can well, let you speak your for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to offend yeah. you. You could get a, a toe the line here. You're, uh, how are you getting home? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have questions about ranch life. Okay. Because I was a city girl. So I was a little bit shocked when someone said, oh, yeah, we just put our six-year-old on a horse and let him ride. And, and I was like, and, the, and they are, kids are used to falling off of horses, ponies when they're little. So is that right? You guys get on ponies when you're little and you're used to falling off and all of that? Yeah, pretty much. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some people don't like ponies because you can get pretty rotten ponies. Like there's some that they know they can get away with it because they have a rider who doesn't have as much strength. So a pony will, like knows they can be naughty and run off or wipe their kids off and stuff. But my sister, Megan, has a really really nice pony she's like miniature pony and all of her kids have learned to ride on her and they start three years old i oh, mean really? they can get on her and steer her anywhere they want to go and oh, wow. go move cows and that's amazing yeah i'm impressed they can go move cows okay. so. oh yeah well and hardy he was what four and booney he wasn't he didn't get to go as much as Hardy went, I feel like. Cause they, well, he went this he fall. He three. Yeah, but I feel like Hardy started riding more in the spring and summer, so he got more time. He got more time. More time before. in the saddle. Well, and it was hard because when my youngest was ready to get on, my second youngest wasn't quite ready to get on. Like, he wasn't ready to give up that pony yet, so we yeah. kind of had to wait till Hardy like, was done with the pony. He was four years old, but, and I mean, he went buckaroon with us every day for... I don't know, several months. Whenever we had to go move cows, he was saddled up and going yeah. with us, going hard all, I mean, sun sun up to sundown. Wow. He was in the rig, buckarooing with us. And by the end of the summer, you could send him, you know, see those cows, go get them and go up the draw with them. And he'd go get them and bring them wow. and you could go get other cows. And That's amazing. Yeah, yeah it, he, and he was, some kids, even my kids, would get nervous if they had got they were capable of it, but they didn't quite like being by themselves out where they couldn't see somebody like, cause it's big country, you know, and Hardy, you just be like, I mean, he'd have to go over That's the ridge out of sight yeah. and well, he was four at the time. Yeah. Up, but. And be, be fine, be fine yeah. and show up with every cow and he, and have a sense of direction of where he's the cow to go. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if four, I could count to 10. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he could count to 10, but he could, count, which you definitely, could, when they're younger, you set it up to where you can see them. Like they might not see you, but you can see them 
you can look down there and see where they're at and make yeah, sure they might not know where you're at but you know where they're where they at are. yeah steve and i were we're about the same age and when we were in high school we were still leading dirt you know so, <laughs> okay tell me about separating cows so how's that you're separating cows tell me i don't know how that works oh like the, what she was talking about, about sorting them splitting them the, yeah them and, so, so they're all coming in at once yeah so lots of people do it different ways but like especially the poem she was talking about you're sorting them in an alleyway so you've gathered so all your cows put them all into in a, a corral pin, and then you put them in a long straight um it's like a giant hallway basically okay. and then there's gates that you can like a classroom like a classroom like a hallway with classrooms on the side but your classrooms are pins with gates into them the doors are gates yeah and then you just so you have a person at each gate yeah yeah if you're lucky, unless you're short-handed, and then you got to run to different gates. How do you know, like, if they're all coming through the? Well, the, usually you'll have a guy who'll go up the alley, and he'll he'll only bring one or two, or however many okay. he can bring at a time that are of the same kind. So whether you're sorting cull cows that you don't want anymore, or you're sorting off uh, steers from heifers, or whatever you may be sorting, and then they'll person will open the gate and step in or however your gate swings but they'll open the gate and put them in that pin and then close the gate and let the, the other, ones, let the other go ones go by into the next pin or whatever you've got to do so it's just a way of sorting them splitting them up and putting them in different yeah pins depending to, on your, your job for the yeah. day or, or like every year most cowboy or most ranches will have uh, to sort the the, we call them weaners, so the calves that are weaning they, the calves off of their mom. The calves off the mom. They're big enough; they don't need to be on their mom anymore. The mom's going to go to a different pasture, and you're going to wean the calves. And so you'll, you know, same thing. You'll bring calves and stuff them somewhere and it's let the cows buy. Yeah. So calves and calves are a lot harder than sorting just cows from other cows because they they, they want to stay paired up. Yeah. They want to, okay. and the cows will, or Come the calves back. will try and go back to the cow. So you're. You're, they're constantly trying to get back to each other because yeah. they're, you know, because like if it's just, just their cows yeah. or whatever, they'll like go to this pen yeah. and they're fighting in that pen. But if their calf is on the other side of that hallway, they're like, wait, yeah, they'll, they'll keep trying to come, come back. back. So there's a lot of crying on both sides. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a loud part yeah. of the year. <laughs> That's like the the worst part because. We usually sort like Yvonne talks about getting pretty upset sorting, but usually it's not too bad at our place with our siblings with our dad it was you yeah. <laughs> siblings are good siblings are good I, but... although josh does our brother josh the hand signals she was talking yeah. about it was like i never know what his head signals mean <laughs> you think we'd have it figured out by now what are you doing or else he'll be like like usually they'll have like they're all going by or they're and some of them are going in. So in is you're putting them in the classroom, you know, putting them in a little pin, and by is they're going all the way down. And he'll be like, bye, bye, in, bye. And you're like, your back's to me. There's bawling cows. Like, <laughs> yeah. During, I don't know what you're yelling. When we're weaning, that's when the tempers really start coming because you can't hear each other. So cow. you're trying to yell information, and then you're getting mad because they can't hear you so you're confused and they're confused yeah. you're yelling already and that just heightens yeah. it up and he's and the it, one he's throwing hand signals and <laughs> oh, yeah. you're like this looks like it goes i'm gonna here. shut this gate <laughs> right over you what the hell are you talking about was directing an airplane yeah <laughs> yeah there'd be some major uh, traffic control issues if he was yeah. uh, in that job but a lot of times when we sort 
we like to do it outside, kind of like the old style, like in a roe deer, where you can ride through all the cattle and see what you're looking at. Because in the alley, it's hard. They're coming in a line fast, and you'll get to see one side or the other, but you might not see both sides of the cow. Yeah, so a roe deer is like if you're in a big field or pasture or whatever, and somebody kind of keeps the herd rounded and up, and then somebody else walks through with their horse and trails, you know, gets a cow or whatever and kind of trails it out and you let it out and the people outside are just kind of holding, the holding roe deer is what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Cats work hard. They do, don't they? Yes. Are are you okay with time? I, we're kind of... No, yeah, we don't have anywhere to go. We said short in here, we're just blabbering away. Well, we're good. Well, you're not blabbering. We don't got anything else to do, Mm -hmm. I don't think, for a while. If we talk too much, just... Oh, you never, tell us you to cut never it talk too much. <laughs> you could never get a guest that talks too much. Somebody said they were sending somebody down, but I'm not sure. That artist? Oh, they haven't showed up yet. Yeah, I don't know. I put a sign on the door. We'll go back up and see. I'm going to let Steve edit this podcast. <laughs> There's so much, going so on much information. Let me ask this. What's next? What's go, next for Andy? Go back and to the ranch and feed cows. <laughs> no, I'm not. This is Andy spotlight, yeah. not Megan. Uh, the next thing we got going on is the the roe deer in Bridgeport, California, will be my next show. Which have you been to that one? You should make you it because it's come. a it's you cowgirl really art like roe deer, so it's all female oh. artists wow. and they female leather makers, of, silver yeah. makers, cinch makers, poets. Um, that's where we met Corinne, who was up last night. She comes there. Trinity Seeley's sang there. Amy Hale's a great poet. She was there with Annie. Yeah, it's it's a lot of it's fun. It's really fun. You guys, very like laid it. back. I mean, it's obviously not as big as the. Do you have those cards? Did you bring those I with think us? I unloaded them. Megan, what's that shirt say? It says cowboy. Oh, married to a fine ass cowboy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was my uh, birthday present to myself. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna ask what his shirt says. No, I'm not gonna ask. Well, you won't wear a t-shirt, but I will. So I got it to my birthday. So you're able to spend over ten dollars. Yeah. yeah. Like she sets her own budget. Yeah. Uh, she will. So what? What's the name of that festival? It's the Cowgirl Art Roadier. And it's July, the end of July, 26th and 27th, I think. Gosh, I wish I would pack those cards. Um, Rodeo? Rodeo. So R-O-D-E-O-E-O-R, right? Rodeo. I've never heard of that. I think it's A-R, isn't it? Or A-R, yeah. A-R, yeah. Rodeo. Yeah, Yeah, so that's what I was talking about. We gather up the cows and hold them in Rodeo. Oh, so that's okay. where that comes that's from. That's where it comes from. It's an art radio. They're gathering up the artists. We asked another group what they thought about, because they are um, they write poems, so we said, what do you think about AI? And they said... Oh, oh yeah, well, I knew <laughs> I was going to ask that, but go ahead. So we were asking them about AI. But and don't they were, say anything else. Oh. <laughs> Tell us about it, yeah. Oh, yeah, so I bet they jumped right to artificial insemination. <laughs> what are they talking about? Artificial intelligence. Oh! <laughs> what else is there? There's a different kind of AI? We yeah. asked Doris and her husband about that. Oh. <laughs> and her face turned red. <laughs> and they just kind of looked at us so funny. And they said, oh. like, you know what that means, don't you? And we're like, yeah, art. Artificial intelligence. When we're talking about how do you feel that threatens you as a writer, and they're like, "Oh, we're thinking artificial insemination." <laughs> like, oh, we live cover 
most of our cows. We don't do a lot of AI. Yeah, like, yeah no, I was funny. like, yeah, they have AI writing songs and different. What? I didn't yeah. want you to tip do. them off, Linda. Oh, okay. They, yeah. So AI is making making art, art. and they even tried oh. to get it to write like different scripts and stuff. It does, and it can write cowboy poetry. I haven't seen any AI cowboy poetry, but if I had my laptop, I could, could show us some. That, yeah. Oh, I'd love to see that. That is weird. It's, I did not know that was a thing. It's a little bit scary. Yeah. But I did one the other day for something that I wrote in, and it gave me this great. It all rhymed, and it was really good. You're like, gosh, I'm good. <laughs> Elko, here we come. Yeah, you guys will have your own material. You'll be presenting yeah, next year. Yeah, but somebody would know, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how AI... Uh, well, it's crazy. No. Yeah. They have but doing, like, comic, like comedy stand-ups now. Like, you can put in like do a George Carlin routine and then they have you know apps or whatever like the deep fake stuff that can make it sound yeah. like it's George Carlin that's talking right. and presenting oh, this that's comedy yeah. tour yeah Ugh, don't tell me this stuff yeah I'll go back to the it ranch hide in my hole hide out <laughs> not know about this you're on TikTok too much if you know about yeah, it yeah what we watched that's um, I know that was my wife we watched what was the, the latest archaeology one with Harrison Ford um, whatever it's like movies. an Indiana Jones. It's been Jones out about a year. The latest one. Indiana Jones. Yeah, my wife was like, he looked really young in those early things. Well, then we found out that they had AI his face. Oh okay, no, kidding. For these kidding. first couple scenes, that that was his body, but they had replaced Just his uh, face oh, that's to crazy. make him a little bit younger. Yeah. And of course, he was older then. I had no idea. What's well, then the poor makeup artists that probably yeah you know, they're out of a job. They're out of a job yeah. if you can just yeah. Oh, crazy. Yeah, you could have the AI Rodeer. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just be robots. Wait, you say AI Rodeer, you're going to have McKenzie. every vet lab guy, yeah. vet tech coming. All the vet tech yeah, can show the, up. All the vet veterinarians are going to show up to this AI convention. <laughs> That's too funny. Uh, with these long gloves, right? Yeah, with yeah. their big gloves. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to know. Uh, oh, and that's the great thing about ranch life, though. Like, the stuff your kids learn, sometimes you're just like, oh, my gosh. But, like, my kids know what AI are. They know what, this is a lot, but they know what semen is. They know how calves are made. They know where babies come from. They know what death is. You know, like, they just, they know all these things. And then they go to school, and I'm like, Okay, let's not talk about, you know, <laughs> semen testing bulls this weekend. You don't need to like, share that with the class. <laughs> you don't need to tell everybody. Like, yeah. Uh, show might be, might yeah. be a bit much for the kids who are like, you did what now? You semen tested a bull? <laughs> but yeah. my kids are like, you know. You kind of get education in the way of the world a lot younger yeah. than a lot of other yeah. kids do. My brother freaks out about it because our younger brother, he has a little girl. And so they were cutting the calves you know to make up steers and she's like well what are those and her mom's like well those are testicles and she's like oh testicles and he's like i don't want my daughter to say that word <laughs> like sonny you're in the wrong line of business if you don't want her to know what life is yeah rocky mountain oysters yeah rocky mountain oysters yeah like, ah, don't make my daughter say that oh shoot <laughs> sorry sorry it is. Is coming back next year to elko yeah, probably. <laughs> is this like a girl trip for you? Yeah. So who's watching the kids right now? Um, I have a nanny that um, I broke my hip, and so oh. she nannied for me for a couple months, and then she's just turned into, like, 
another sister of ours. Yeah. She's family <laughs> so now. She, she's got, my husband's home, but I don't leave him in charge of the children. So <laughs> she's there watching, making sure they make it to wrestling practice and school and stuff. So she's got them for the couple days. So Did you break your hip doing farm stuff? Yeah, I got bucked off a horse and oh wow, and, yeah, and broke my hip. So it was oh my goodness, it, it was, was awful. Yeah. She was so, out there by herself too. Thankfully, she was in the arena at the ranch, but yeah, she got bucked off. And Alex and I were down the field irrigating. Her, her husband and I were down irrigating, and she was riding that horse. And our uncle just happened to come by, which he doesn't come by very often. Like he lives down eight miles down the road from us, and he just for some reason happened to be coming by that day and found her. Because I tried to, like, I've been bucked, you know, we, you, he hit the dirt a lot. He's been bucked out plenty of <laughs> And so I so knew. Were you, break, were you breaking a horse? Uh, nope, she's supposed to be broke. She's, she's just supposed to, supposed to be gentle. Uh, brat. <laughs> and I, she, I knew, and I know her, you know, and she's, when she started bucking, I'm like, she ain't going to stop till I'm bucked off. Like, <laughs> there's no stopping this wreck. Like, I was trying to stay on, but I knew she wouldn't quit. But anyways, yeah, got bucked off. Then I knew, you know, been bucked off enough. I'm like, okay, I need to get up right now and get to the barn before it starts hurting. Like, when the adrenaline's going and the shocks, you know. So did you like, know it was broken? I No, I didn't know it was broken, but I knew I hurt. And so I was like, I got to get to the barn because nobody's going to find me out here for a while. And stood up and started walking and was like, Nope, but it's already hurts. This isn't good. So then I tried crawling, and yeah, I laid out there for a while. But my uncle Sam oh, came God by on a four wheeler, and he's like, can't hear anything. He's deaf, and he, I was trying to holler at him and like, hey, over here, and I just know our little guardian angel was like, hey, dude, look he was over on there. a four wheeler. Yeah, so he. Sh- and he can't hear very good anyways, and she was yelling. So there's no way he should have heard her, and somehow yeah, he stopped. did. And then I was like, oh, I'm fine. I don't need to go to the doctor. Just bruised. Not just bruised. Life. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. Annie got fucked off this summer. Yeah. We were, I mean, she was getting on a cold, and it was like, don't break anything. <laughs> That's yeah. what I was thinking, too. Jeez. <laughs> Thankfully, yeah. Alex is a bronc rider. Her husband, he got on him after he bucked me. Yeah. <laughs> Rode him around. Like, oh, oh my gosh. We don't we bounce like, like we used to. Dingus. Oh, you yeah. guys just wait. Oh, man. <laughs> no, we're already there. It's not like, near as easy to get right back up as it once was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Annie got bucked off pretty good this summer. I do not like getting bucked off. I'm not a fan of it. And she was doing the whole, like, there's air somewhere. Yeah. Oh. All it. this air in the world, and I can't get any. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. Oh, yeah. Anybody now, like, she don't panic. Uh, it has to be a terrible feeling. Yeah. yeah. It really is. If the wind is. knocked out of you, it's not fun. No. Well, we want to thank you both for spending time with us today. I learned a lot more about ranch life. Yeah. Thank so you for having us. Is, I love getting to visit with you guys. We love it when you when you visit with me. Yeah. It's fun. Can you do me a favor? You bet. Oh, he bought oh, you one. <laughs> Where do you want me to sign it at? There, yeah. On here? All she had was blue, but I think blue would kind of be neat. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah, want yeah, to sign on the mat or the food? Oh, yeah, right in there. there. Right in here? Yeah. 
Because yeah, this I've was already, her new. I've already got an offer of a hundred dollars for oh, it. Oh, for it. Yeah. I already got this one hanging on my wall. I had uh, the manager first dibs. <laughs> so, Annie, you're into photography now too. Oh, she always has. Yeah, been. I love taking pictures and. It's, I, you probably won't believe me, but I have a pretty terrible memory. <laughs> like remembering the days and things we did and stuff, I struggle with. So I love taking pictures because then it takes me back to that day and I can remember what we did. And, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And she takes, yeah, these, we're working oh, and on I a love book. black and white. Uh, yeah, because oh. she, I love the black I, and I mean, white Annie has fun. millions of pictures and they're, they're so good. Like, I mean, there's a lot of terrible ones. Yeah, there's, <laughs> not, there's, there's some not so good so ones. So many good ones in there of, of the ranch, of the kids, of her dogs or horses yeah. or the, the brandings. And, and, and then usually she has a poem, you know, to go with them. So we want them to make a, a book, like a coffee table book. Um, yeah, she's in charge of that, making the book. Yeah. <laughs> I was supposed to have been doing it for several years now. Yeah, but. I'm taking it out of her hands. Now. Yeah. Well, excellent. Let yeah. us know when it comes out. Yeah, this is her new venture. This is what she's doing now. She said she did, just ranching. She's also working on these. Yeah. And her oh, book. Oh, yeah. I was supposed to be doing this. Yeah. So working on a book. Yeah. And we're, we're, there's other things you're doing. Supposed to be making a website to sell and them a website. On and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Forgot about that yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> not enough hours in the day. No. Not nearly. But she's very talented. Oh, your oh. first signed print. <laughs> oh, is that your first signed print? Yeah, that's. The very first one, oh, so you, you can should go in there and set a table up. I can only make her do so many things. <laughs> and it will be signing prints. Uh, yeah, so you've got the very first signed one. All right, yeah. you're lucky. I can brag about that. Yeah, yeah. if you guys will let us come to South Jordan, maybe Linda, not Steve, maybe Linda will go out to Buckaroo with you guys. Oh, so, there you yeah. go. You know what? I've never ridden a horse, really. Really. Uh, other than when I was a little tiny kid and I sat on in front of somebody. In, in the front of the drugstore? <laughs> that one I really admire <sighs> you ladies because I can't do You're that. You're not old enough to remember oh. a nickel. Yeah, anybody can anything. do it. The road is rough, and we're weary travelers. We've had enough. We're hanging up our spurs. Can you let us go? Can you give us a break? Cause I don't know how much more we can take. I hang my head, the sweat drips from my brow. I wonder if the dead are better off somehow. They're finally at peace, letting their bones rest. The sun rises in the east, but they don't chase it west. For me, there's no reprieve. So many years left to come. They say that I can't leave with so much left undone. I've still got a heartbeat but it plays discordantly. Romantic hearts bleed for a life portrayed dishonestly. You see, I paint a sunset with my words, write a song to hoofbeats, speak in loving verse, hope a sonnet secures peace. The sun is beating down, and I say that it is shining. There's lightning in the clouds. Call it a silver lining. Clouds of dust twist up from dry ground, and I put it in a rhyme. The way I make it sound, I wasn't choking at the time. Put it into poetry, the West romanticized. But you don't really know me. I might be living lies.
Thanks to Jesse Veter for our music in this episode. The Art Box sponsors, thank you for listening. You can find us on Spotify and Amazon Music. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We welcome all comments. You can email us at artboxvv at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of its hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the Virgin Valley Artists Association. Quiet songs, big ears, big heart. A girl needs a dog.